0: Hello and thank you for downloading this episode of the Cast Iron Theatre Podcast. I'm Andrew Allen.
1: And I'm Michelle Duncan.
0: And uh, this is the last episode of a, of a thing.
1: Of a thing. What's uh, the thing? The thing is Finsbury. Um, as I'm sure you'll know by now, we've been spending the last six weeks doing a Finsbury takeover of the Cast Iron Theatre Podcast. Um, and Finsbury is a fantasy comedy series it was created eight years ago by me and Rebecca Bowley and Will Parsons and we just thought that it was about time to share it to a wider audience so I hope you've enjoyed the last six weeks um, and that you'll enjoy this episode in the next episode of the Cast Island Theatre podcast we will be speaking to Simon Moorhead.
0: Simon Moorhead, who has a podcast all of his own, The Other 1%, which is a series of audio dramas, and that's our next interview podcast.
1: Yeah, Um, and there's lots of things coming up for Cast Iron Theatre in March, so we're gearing up for that.
0: We are. We have our fourth International Women's Day event Mm. called Not Just a Companion, Dead Cat Bounce, and One Woman Alien both at the printers' playhouse in March.
1: And we'll be rehearsing for our April short play night.
0: Of which we are still reading the plays for mm. and selecting those uh, six, seven plays that will be selected for that night.
1: Yeah. And without further ado.
0: Let's not ado anymore. Let's
1: not. Let's get on with the final episode
0: of Finsbury.
1: Enjoy.
2: Okay. Read that back to me.
3: Residents of the company control Dimension 303. By the time I finish this speech, I will be ready to welcome you into the tits of prosperity. Not
2: tits, you idiot woman. The bosom of prosperity.
3: The bosom of prosperity. Today we are no longer Dimension 303, a tiny cog in the wheel of the company. We are the rightful dimension. By the end of this speech, the great dimension collapsing machine will have done its magic. It will have destroyed every other dimension in the Uberverse and our dimension will have the ultimate prize. No longer are we answerable to the company dimension one, no longer do we have to trade with the pansies of dimension 7089, and no longer do we have to put up with endless delays on the interdimensional rail links. No! Now we have taken control of our own destiny. We are alone in the Uberverse, and this, the company, is the only, the company. This is the only choice. This is the only way. This is the only dimension. Calls for applause, slash demonic laughter, as seems appropriate. Just one small piece of admin. As the head of the company, I now crown myself king. Let the hog roast begin. begin. Shall I type it up?
2: Yes, do. I don't know. Do you think a hog roast works?
3: Yes, sir.
2: Not brunch? No, it'll be past brunch when it happens. It won't be long now. I can feel it, that insufferable Car guinea pig and his band of misshaped followers must know the location of the power source. My men have them cornered. There is no escape for them. Soon I shall be king of the Obervass. <laughs> oh, yes. Mm. Ah, yes, I like that. Uh, take out the pause for applause. I'm going with the demonic laugh. Finsbury, by Rebecca Bowley, Michelle Donkin, and Will Parsons. Episode 6.
4: The company have found us. It seems you're in rather a spot
5: of bother. Don't go! Hang on. You know about Car. Oh, I'm school, darling. Me and Car go a long way back. But now, we're like two recalcitrant lovers. Hey? But where are they? This place is usually buzzing with Car sorts. Lovely echo, though. It's new. Fabulous! Sesame! See? me sound like a complete idiot, too. What are we going to do? Squeaky, why are you just sitting down, Trying to think. This is no time for thinking. We need action. We can kill ourselves. That'd annoy them. Fine. If you're not going to take control of the situation, then I will. Bethesda, how did you get in here? Is there another way out? Well, are, are you surrounded? Well, this door is surrounded anyway. There's only one other route out, darlings, And that is through mine.
4: Tuddle, oh love,
5: this way! Come on, Squeaky, it's our only chance. Left, we're only gonna give you two or three more minutes, maximum, before we'll be forced to break down this lovely antique door. Okay? (laughs) Welcome, welcome, my flowery friend to the company's interdimensional outdoor hypermarket for all your heart could desire, as long as your heart desires only what we sell. We welcome one and all. Enjoy, enjoy,
2: welcome. What does your heart to desire today?
6: Listen, punk, I'm not here to mess about. I want to know why the company's shutting down all the train lines to other dimensions. We have some lovely apples. Screw your apples, mister. I want answers. You hear me? Answers. No apples, then. You think I'm afraid of you and all your The Company lot? Apples! Answers. No apples, just answers. No apples, just answers. Come on, everyone. No apples, just answers. Uh, you're causing a scene. Hey, get off me.
1: Come with me down this alleyway and don't get any ideas, you pervert.
6: Hey, I know. you had him there. He was about to buckle and tell me everything he knew about this whole The Company conspiracy. I also quite fancied an apple.
1: Are you stupid? What would he know? All he was going to do was call security on you. Apples is their code word. Oh. I've got the answers you seek, sunshine. That is if you can take your mind off my award-winning arse. Come this way.
3: Welcome to the Tunnel O'Love. Please keep your arms and legs inside the love boat at all times. Please note the operator is not liable for any unexplained deaths or unwanted pregnancies as a result of this ride. So what's all this about, boys?
5: The company are after a power source for their evil machine, and we need to find it before they do. An evil machine? They're missing a piece that Brian was meant to give them. He must have hidden it somewhere. And he didn't bother to give me a clue about where. God, think about all the things we've collected for the company from all these different dimensions. They're just so random. The power source could be anything. And where's that delightful pansy got to? He got a bit annoyed when he found out his world was up for destruction. Gosh, aren't you the picture of dejection? You're all alone against the company. It's a wonder you don't just give up. We ain't the giving up type. Apparently, we're fine about killing ourselves, though. I was just saying, it was an option. But now you're up for the fight.
7: Even if I have to destroy the company with my bare hands. Good.
5: Well, you can count on me. I'm up for a bit of a rumble against the company. I'll be by your side, offering each of my bare hands to assist your bare hands. We'll be like a bunch of hand nudists taking on the world full frontal. Yes, well... I guess we need all the help we can get to stop them. Takakara always said I was too extreme. They wouldn't let me close to their plans, mainly because I don't think they ever had any. But now look at us. Finally, the dogs of war are barking.
3: Down, Daryl.
5: He's mad. Mad enough to help us.
3: You are about to leave the tunnel, Love. Please use the prophylactic bins provided.
1: Let's get a booth over there.
5: Welcome to L Company restaurant and bar. What can I get you today?
1: Whiskey good for you? Er, uh, sure. Two whiskies neat old the ice. Absolutely. Could I have some
6: plan to in mine?
1: Oh, and a brolly.
6: It's a long time
1: since I've seen anyone asking questions in public like that. You got Deaf Wish Ansome?
6: This is a little fast for me. Let's start with names. <laughs> I'm Lydia. Lydia Longleaves. Um I like classical music. G.S.O.H. and long walks in the country. What am I seeking in a partner? Um, I guess...
1: Hang on there, Fleur. I think you've got the wrong end of my stick. What I'm talking about is what are you doing here, asking questions about the company? Why shouldn't I? You don't know who you're dealing with.
6: The company are dangerous. Who are you exactly and why do you care?
1: My name is Tiffany and you are not alone.
6: Well, well, no, there's you when, well, we're in a bar.
1: No, that's not what I mean. There's a few of us that also have strong feelings against the company. Can't talk here. The walls have ears. Ooh, yeah, ooh. Oh,
6: that's what the wall is.
1: Yeah, waxy. No, I mean you can't go shouting around
6: about the company's secret plan. So you agree there is one? (sighs) Something's going on. We're not sure what. Then, Tiffany, I feel you must take me to your leader.
1: Come on, this way. You remind me of someone, you know. Who? An old flame? About ten years ago, a few of us in Dimension 303 started asking questions. Why do we have to do everything the Company says? Why are we the ones who always end up sitting next to the pissed chatty bloke on the train?
6: Are the two related in some mystical and profoundly deep way to do with ley lines, the stars and the moon?
1: No. Anyhow, I met a few people on my quest to answer these questions and we was galvanised by a hatred of the company's hold over our lives and pissed twats on trains. We were a ragged, hunted bunch outside the law. We sought the answers to questions. We wanted to feed that information back to the masses, unplug them from the all-controlling power of the company. But we was unfocused. We needed a leader. God, you really
6: love the sound of your own voice. What? Lovely voice you have. Well, naturally,
1: where was I? So, we weren't having much luck on the leader front until one day this man came to us. Chip, he showed us how to survive in this place under the company's radar. He was such a card. Funny, witty, a little bit naughty.
6: Oh, and that's who I remind you of?
1: Nah, you remind me of the bloke what killed him. Oh. Mr B. He was a maverick. He shot first and asked questions later. Unfortunately, at the end of our first group meeting, Chip asked if anyone had any questions and Mr B shot him. Mr B took over as our leader. He was passionate about destroying the company. Almost too passionate. He wanted all-out war. He wanted action, not inaction. Blood, not...
6: not blood. Sounds fine by me.
1: But after half our number was killed on a The Company raid on their stamp collection museum, we thought enough was enough. We had to chuck Mr B out. We've continued well enough without him, sharing the leadership duties on a weekly rotor.
6: Hang on, what's your group called?
1: Takakar Rebel Cell Dimension 303, how can I help you? No, the leadership coalition will be changing in two days, so I can book you in to see whomever is in charge in a week.
6: Hang on. Takakar? Your resistance movement is Takakar? Yes, you've heard of us. Heard of us? I am us! I'm a Takakar warrior of Dimension 2291. A real live warrior from the mighty Takaka headquarters. I knew the minute I saw
1: your flowery face that you were a soldier to be reckoned with. Your Dimensions group is legendary.
6: Well, yes, I'm, I'm sort of running away from home at the moment, but this place, it's amazing. They look so well organised, so slick. This is exactly the collaborative non-withholding of information because they're scared I'll have a hissy-fit kind of operation I've been dreaming of. Then you must join us, Warrior Lydia, and together we will pull
1: apart the very fabric of the company. Absa bloody lutely Where do we start? So you just need to sign in here and I'll get your visitors' pass and a copy of the health and safety regulations. Oh.
5: Here we are, home, sweet The box room. Down, girl. Let the others out fast. After you, Jack. Thanks. Wow, it's good to be home. Hang on. Your tunnel, oh love, leads here. Absolutely. I always find it's nice to have a little tunnel to your box. <laughs> My God, my flat, it's been ransacked. How can you tell? You see what I mean, Jack? Look how they've destroyed your lovely carpet. I'll have to take that from your deposit. God, my stuff is everywhere. Look, my collection of toenail clippings next to the phone are scattered to the full winds. Oh, the humanity. This is not good. I have to ring the police.
7: I don't think this is something the police can deal with, Jack. What? This was the work of the company.
5: What makes you so sure?
7: They've left a note here. Dear Mr.
2: Physicoc, I believe you have something of mine and I require it back. You know where it is. We shall return. We expect your death, your surrender, and the location of the power source. In that order, yours faithfully, Mr. Umbraco, head of the company headquarters, Dimension 303. They mean business, Jack. But we don't have the power source.
7: They think we have it. We've got to find it before they come back. This is outrageous. They can't just break
5: in whenever they like. I have a life here.
7: If only Takakar were here, they'd know
5: what to do. Takakar are good for nothing. They've abandoned you when you need them most. Yes, all right, you're not a fan. Like an overactive threshing machine, they've sorted out the chaff. They've left you to the wolves! Down, Gerald! I said wolves, not you! Go find me some wheat bread, you disgusting creature! All right, Bethesda, enough with a car baiting. It's not helpful. I do feel like a bit of an idiot. I'm so used to
7: going to car for advice. I can't think of what to do for the best when they're not here. They've left. Lydia's left. We'll figure something out. We have to. I shouldn't have kept Lydia in the dark, Jack. I was wrong. Poor Lydia. Do you think he'd be afraid out there on his own?
6: Now, this is some bullsh...
1: A little respect, please, Lydia.
6: Our Viscount Plob is talking. We've been sitting in this conference room for two hours and this guy is just arguing with himself.
4: Now, Plob, I believe we should mention this newcomer in introductions. What, Plob? Surely it's AOB. No, 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 you're wrong, Plob. New members must be introduced nominally at the start and then formally during current issues. Bob makes a good point, Plob. I think that's a rather narrow view, Plob. We simply can't do new member introductions without first vetting the introduction speech. So, he'll have to wait until next week's meeting. You're joking. We find this is the most efficient way to go about things, Mr...
6: Lydia, but it's really very urgent. We
4: find that a well-organised and multifaceted strategy is the only way to operate rebelliously against the company. The proper procedures must be in place and adequately maintained. Don't you agree, Plop? Yes, Plop. Otherwise, where would we be, eh? We'd be disorganized. That's where we'd be. Indeed, Plop. That's certainly no way to run a resistance movement against the tyranny of the company's all-controlling bureaucracy.
6: Don't you understand? The company are trying to kill everyone. They have a machine. They're shutting down rail links to dimensions. They're making things smaller. The company, the only choice. Don't you get it? They're not going to stop at my dimension. They'll kill everyone.
4: What's all this shouting? Oh, your oh. grace! Your mighty overlordness!
2: You're in charge here? For the next two days, yes. I am the weekly branch overlord of Takakar 303. <laughs> oh. Right, well, you're the man I need to speak to. Um, oh, I see from the minutes so far that the company have sent a machine to destroy dimensions. Hmm. Yes,
6: but they're missing a power source. Once they find it, all the other dimensions are toast.
2: This is serious. <laughs> yes! We should probably put that in A.O.B. then.
6: I don't know how you lot dare to call yourself Car Warriors. You're nothing like Squeaky or me or even... And I hate to make this comparison. Jack, we fight every day against the company. We try to bring them down from the inside. All your brands seem to do is push pencils. Showing Lydia! I'm actually
4: rather proud of my pencil pushing. I once pushed three at the same time. I've got a certificate for
2: that. You challenge my leadership, sir. If it means you lot will help me do something, yeah! Then I withdraw. Take my crown, oh Lydia, Weekly Branch Overlord of Takakar 303. Oh, it
6: does have a nice ring to it. Oh, hail, Lydia, Weekly Branch Overlord. Right, well, thanks. And as my first act as your leader, I order you to gather the troops. We're going to destroy the company.
4: So this is going to supersede all former agenda items, yes?
5: The power source is not my TV, is it? Or, or the Allen key. Could it be my Allen key? No. What about my El Dorado DVD? No. Anytime you want to start looking, Squeaky, that would be great. It could be anything, Jack. We don't even know it's here. Just try and think. Did Brian leave any clues? He's left nothing. Uh, poor Squeaky, are you are feeling all abandoned? No, I'm all right. Tucker car let me down too. I know how that feels. Let me tell you a story. Do we really have time for this? I'm honestly not that bothered. I was once the proprietor of a small stationery shop. In Reading? Oh, Jesus. It wasn't a big place, but it filled a hole. It was my little cavern of delights. I loved it. That was until I started asking questions about the company, and Tucker Carr came along to answer them. They sucked me into their battle with the company, and before I knew it, I was part of the resistance. Wasn't it the same for you, Squeaky?
7: I was a cop in New Guinea, York. Hard times.
5: And you asked too many the company-shaped questions. My
7: buddy did. He was a cop for 20 years. Tough as they come. But he didn't trust the company and he met the business end of a rubber glove.
5: Ah, an erotic tragedy.
7: I turned my back on my world and joined Takakar. It was
5: good. Until Takakar tell you you're too violent for them, eh? Throw you out, did they?
7: Nah, they just left for a bit.
5: Well, I know how you feel.
7: I feel a bit hungry.
5: Bloody hell, another earthquake. That's no earthquake, Jack. That's the beginning of the end. But I thought D Company can't operate the machine without the power source. Why are the walls shaking? The rail links held the interdimensional
7: tectonic plates together. Without them, this entire flat will be sucked into the interdimensional vortex.
5: And I'll lose my deposit. You can bet your right tester, you will. We have to stop this. Maybe we should just escape to another dimension for good. Come on. We'll be perfectly safe inside my secret passage. Bethesda, my wife and child live in this dimension. I'm not about to run away down your passage. How about I check the airing cupboard? Maybe the power source is in there. Jack, no! So that would... No longer be the inside of my airing cupboard. It's the
7: interdimensional vortex. If you fell in there, you'd be shot out into a random dimension in the Uberverse. So
5: we shouldn't go through there then. No, unless you had a dimensionographer to find your way back home again.
7: Hang on, a dimensionographer? I I thought the blizzard.
5: Ah, yes! A dimensionographer like the one Squeaky has there. You see, Jack, a dimensionographer is like an uberversal GPS. If you were stuck in a random dimension, this will tell you where you are and how to get back.
4: Oh, God,
7: that blizzard dimension we are in. I thought... I thought the dimensionographer had to be wrong,
5: but... What?
7: But that means... My God, I was in my dimension. So it was winter. What of it? You don't understand. My dimension doesn't have a winter. Well, not unless... Oh, no. How far does your Tunnel of Love go, Bethesda?
5: All the way to the nabin of Delamore.
7: That's close enough. We can take the rail tunnels from there. Come on. But where
5: are we going? To the power source. Oh, bloody hell, not the train tunnel again. Mm.
6: Oh, oh, left a bit. Up. Oh, oh, right a bit. Up. Oh, you know how to stroke a leaf. Where did you learn how to massage, lady? Bogna. Oh. Tiffany, how are the plans coming along? Done. Here you go, sir. Okay, so this is what? Your
1: troops have detailed the itinerary for the trip to the company headquarters.
6: Which is on the other side of the city?
1: Yes. They've averaged out the heartbeats they'll be taking and the breaths in and out, so you can get an accurate picture.
6: I just want the troops to raid the headquarters and search for information about the power source. All this detail is... How come they're expecting it to take five years?
1: Well, they're thinking five years for the operational planning, maybe another five to get the risk assessment done. And what's this? Weapons tax? Yeah, we used to get our weapons direct from New Guinea York, but since the big freeze, we've had to import from other rebel sources, such as Rebels Are Us and Rebel
6: You Like. At these prices, they're taking the piss. Hang on. Did you say New Guinea, York has frozen? Yeah, for a while now. And the inhabitants? Who knows? Oh, squeaky. Oh, no. You're Overlord. Where are you going? I think I've just realised what the power source is.
1: I'll come with you. Do we have time for a risk assessment? Absolutely not. Come on. Brilliant. Here
5: again. So. It's true. You said we were here for the power source. Where is it?
7: The dimension has been heated for millennia by the golden orb of Slip Disc Mountain. Legend has it that if the orb was ever removed, the dimension would slip into an ice age. A power source. Exactly.
5: That darn Car must have removed it. Yeah, Brian... How could he do this? I'm more impressed. They actually achieved something. Oh, Squeaky, your family,
7: your people. The dimensionographer says this snow is almost a year thick. The guinea pigs can hibernate in extreme weather for a year at most. If we don't get the power tools back in place soon, they'll all die. Squeaky,
4: where are you going?
7: Maybe there's a chance. If I can get to Slip this Mountain, there must be a fail safe for something. Squeaky, wait. You must get there.
5: Wow! This view! I mean, if it wasn't a wasteland filled with dying guinea pigs, you know, this would be amazing! No! Time! Yep! Sorry! Uh, I can see the summit of the mountain!
7: Uh, There's a temple at the top. That's where the power source is stored.
5: Wait! Can you see that? There's someone up there! Quickly! What if it's somebody from the company? Or, or tuck a car? Shoot fast! Ask questions later. Isn't that always the way, Gerald? Attack! Stop! Lydia, what are you
6: doing here? You see, Squeaky, I'm not a powerless, lazy, good-for-nothing pot plant. I'm doing something you'd never expect. The washing up? Yes. No! Saving the day. Who's your friend, mighty overlord? Overlord? Oh, yes. I'm Weekly Branch Overlord of Takaka 303. Oh, I see.
5: How lovely for you.
6: Thank you you like my crown? Mr B. Ah, Tiffany! How are you? So you're Mr B. I don't look a thing like him, Tiffany. Christ, on a bike. Charming.
1: That wasn't exactly my point.
6: Not to interrupt, but this uh, mountaintop is a bit nippy. Right, yes. Tiffany, this is the guys. The guys, this is Tiffany. My right hand my woman. Try not to stare at my magnificent tits. Will do. Squeaky... The power source has gone. What about the failsafe? Isn't there a spare orb? Brian's destroyed it. It's smashed to fragments across the temple floor. Then my dimension is doomed. If we can find the power source before the company do, we can bring it back. All isn't lost, my fairy friend. How could Brian not
5: tell me about this?
6: Hurts, doesn't it, Squeaky?
5: Oh,
7: shut up, Lydia.
6: Look, it's bloody
5: freezing up here. Can't we just kiss and make up, yes? Right. Lydia's sorry.
6: That's hardly the word I was looking for.
7: Really sorry?
6: No, the word I'm looking for starts with an M. Masticate? No. Can I have a vowel or something? Does it have a U, Muscat. You must say it or I'll not come back.
5: My fingers and toes are numb. Fine, I missed you, Lydia, okay?
1: Oh, Squeaky, I missed you too.
4: (sighs) Why can't I quit you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> so,
5: okay, so we um, go... yeah. okay, so we know what the power source is. How do we work out where Brian hid it? What about that machine they hooked you up to at the company? The Enya machine. We looped the memory at the point where Brian left to get the orb. There might be a clue after that about
6: where he hid it. There's no way we'd get into three hundred three headquarters again bum beard disguise or no. Maybe I could help with that. You're not touching my bum beard. No, no, no. I've been working on a little Enya of my own. Tiffany, head back to 303 and rouse the troops. Yes, your majestic overlord. Did I mention Jack? I'm a weekly branch overlord now. Yep. weekly branch overlord.
4: Yep.
5: Here we go, my little hole. You're dirty little hole. Yes, it could do with a bit of a scrubbing, I suppose. Down, Gerald! Not scrubbing you, no! Hang on, where is this place? It's back in your dimension, down the road from the flat, actually. What's this? No, no, you don't want to look at... Oh. Why is that TV showing my bedroom? Have you been spying on me? Uh, No, that's the feed from the company camera. I just tapped into it as Gerald finds it soothing. He likes to watch you sleep. Down, Gerald! No! Squeaky? We've got more important things to worry about. Well, when I get back to the flat, that camera is being removed. You're not filming
6: that room all the time, are you? What do you care? It's my room. You're right. I have absolutely no reason to be in there at all. None at all. Absolutely. But there's the name your price for any tapes of me.
5: Not to worry, my flowery little friend. We all have needs. Gerald finds you particularly exciting and creative.
7: Let's get started. Where's this Enya, then?
5: Yes, over here. Let me switch him on. As I say, it's my own invention, something I've been working on for some time, using stolen designs from the company. I've modified some aspects and, frankly, screwed up a number of others. Gentlemen, may I introduce you to my own personal Enya machine? I call him
0: Svenja.
7: Okay, people, wire me to it. Let's get this done.
1: Third floor, tech cars, secret office. Hang on, where is everyone? Guys, where are you? Anyone?
2: Ah, Miss Tiffany. I've been inspecting you. Oh, shit. It's pointless to try and run, Tiffany. You see... That's what your band of little soldiers tried already. What have you done with them? Well, to be honest, they all got away as we weren't quite ready with our capture technique. Arnold? Sorry, sir. Got the catch
7: matic ready
1: now.
2: Good work with that net. Bit late, but A for effort. He's a friend of the family. I can't fire him. I see. It matters not. We have you. Now tell us where the Pansy and his friends are. I'll never tell you. Can't you see how alone you are? No Takaka warriors, just a poor, rather mannish girl, alone against the might of my V Company soldiers.
1: I'll die before I give up my Lydia.
2: Now, now, all I want is their location and to find the power source for my lovely machine. Really? There's no need to get all testy. Never! Don't worry, Tiffany. We have ways of making you talk. Your threats of torture don't frighten me. Oh, really? Are you sure? Arnold, I think it's time Tiffany was introduced to -to back-to-back episodes of Diagnosis Murder.
4: No!
5: Okay, shall we just hook up this monitor and we should see back into Squeaky's memory? It'll just take a minute.
6: So, Lydia, an overlord. You think he's okay hooked up to that thing? He'll be fine. I do worry that it will fry his brains. The heat pouring off this device, you could fry an egg. No, you couldn't. Eggs, anyone? Oh, poor Squeaky. How could I ever doubt him? At least you've
5: helped gather an army. I mean, that's good independent thinking. What? An army. You told that hairy woman to go raise an army.
6: Oh, that. Well, we're back together now. Me, Squeaky, and, well, you, help. We're an army in itself. Yes, quite.
5: And, I mean, having a few thousand soldiers backing us up will help. What about that girl, eh? Tiffany, was it? Who? Tiffany.
6: Oh, her. Yeah. Nice personality. You okay, Squeaky? Oh, dear, he looks so small and helpless.
5: Okay then. Aha! Here we are! The correct day, I believe. Yes, yes, that's it. I've definitely seen this before. Uh, Squeaky watching speed. We looped it at that point just there, so the company haven't seen past this bit.
7: You are right? Everything went okay? Sorry? They didn't boil wash your dry cleaning or anything?
6: My dry cleaning?
7: You went to get your dry cleaning? Where is it?
6: Oh, yes, that's what I went for. Uh, no, they didn't have it ready after all. Problem with the, um, power.
7: What a wasted trip.
6: Yes, I'll be in the box room.
7: Just watch your step. I think Lydia went there
5: to sober up. Right (laughs) then. That was it there. Look, uh, can we enlarge this portion here? I mean, quadrant four, uh, uh, and then just turn it slightly and then ever so, just zoom in and move the picture to the left slightly. No. Well, okay. But did you see it out of the corner of Squeaky's eye there? Oh, Brian was holding something. It must have been the power source. Christ, he did hide it in the flat. Wake up, Squeaky, we have to go. Okay, Squeaky, you take the boxes on the left. Uh, I'll go through the ones on the right. Uh, Lydia, the ones are on the bottom there. What about Gerald and I? You keep watch. If we need to get out of here quickly, we'll have to hide in your dirty little hole. This is going to take hours, Jack. The box room is the size of an aircraft hangar. Then let's be quick about it. What
7: does the orb look like, Squeaky? It should look like a glowing cricket ball.
6: Even if we get back to Squeaky's world before they all freeze to death, the company are only going to take it back again.
5: Then we guard it with our lives.
6: Oh, my God, this is going to take years.
5: Better stop a minute. Everyone think. Did Brian ever, ever tell you where he hid it? Did he, did he leave a clue? Did he ever say anything strange? He kept us all in the dark. Lydia?
6: I don't think so,
5: no. Did he keep a diary, a journal, a, a captain's log? No. Any hobbies? No. Oh, he sometimes did a bit of colouring in. Where? Where did he keep his colouring book?
4: Um,
6: here.
5: OK, OK. Picture of a clown, picture of an
6: aeroplane,
5: picture of a ballerina.
6: Wasn't he good at staying in the lines?
5: Yeah, really good. Oh, I did that one at the fairy castle. Oh, that's nice. Hang on. Oh, hang on, this isn't helping at all. What else belonged to him here? Well, he did have a box set of the West Wing somewhere. Ooh, nice. I'm bagging that. Oh, for God's sake, we're not
6: getting anywhere. See, I never got into the West Wing. I found it was just too talky.
5: And
7: unrealistic amounts of walking and talking.
6: Brian was always telling me I had to watch it, though. He said that I had to watch it as hidden inside the West Wing is the key to power. I just find politics so boring. Why are you both looking at me like that? Did he say watch it or watch over it? Maybe watch over it, but that doesn't make any sense. Oh. Where is it? Where is it? The key to power. He didn't
7: just abandon my dimension. He left us a clue,
5: bless his little heart. A little help here. Where is it, Lydia? It's here. Here you go. Okay, so inside this box set is the key to power. The power source. That's it. Well done, Jack. Cool. It's the light of the whole world. Uh, did you not get the message Gerald delivered? Uh, no. Uh, about Gerald. You, you know he's not actually... We're about to be surrounded. Come on, we
6: know you're in
5: there. Jack, back!
6: we are surrounded.
5: They're trying to break the door down.
7: What kind of warning was that the first time?
6: Bad boy, Gerald. Hide the power source, Jack. Where? Somewhere on your person. Quickly, they're breaking through the door. Oh, bloody hell. Oh? Jack, did you just put that up your?
2: Men, seize these, uh, men. Allow me to introduce myself to you. I'm Umbraco, manager of the company, Dimension 303. Your little Tiffany gave your position away in the end.
1: Sorry, Lydia,
6: you overlordness. I'm
1: so sorry.
6: Who's that again? That would be Tiffany. Ah, yes. She means nothing to me, Squeaky. Other things to worry about, Lydia? Of course.
2: Where is it, then? Don't know what you mean. Really? Fine. Men, tear this place apart. Again to move back to headquarters with me. Don't
6: touch the royal foliage! How dare you! My tailor's going to kick your ass!
2: Welcome to the deconstruction room! Bit melodramatic, but it played well with the focus group. Now, my little Takaka warriors, you think you could outwit me? What have you done with Bethesda and Tiffany? They've been taken to the company headquarters in Dimension One for processing. A long and rather arduous task, normally. Luckily for them, it will be cut short. Look, there's been a
5: terrible misunderstanding. If, if you could just let us go back to my flat, we'll never bother you again. Uh, also, would it be possible not to destroy my dimension? Or Squeaky's, or Lydia's for that matter. In fact, generally... Uh, no death.
7: I'll kill you, Umbraco, and all your stupid guards.
5: Not the tone we discussed on the way, Squeaky.
2: You're trying to kill trillions of people. What do you think we'd do? Go quietly. I thought you'd be quite
5: pleased. Pleased?
2: Yes, especially you, Jack. I mean, look at you three. A band of idiotic miscreants, alone without a hint of hope. Wait
6: a rub it in, Umbraco. Why not give us a phone book-sized paper cut and waterboard us with lemon juice whilst you're at it?
2: Why are you struggling, Jack? I mean, I can understand why Squeaky is doing what he's doing. He really has nothing else to live for except his stupid Tata car and his wasted dreams of destroying the company. I dream of many things that don't involve the company.
5: Like what?
2: I had a dream about a unicorn once. But Jack... You have no business being involved in this.
5: I've got my family and friends and... Eddie. Well, he could bugger off, but there's no way I'm giving you the power source. If I had it.
2: Which I don't. Okay. Let me tell you a little secret. I had a life, a wife and a real job. There was talk of making me deputy submaster of Dimension One's fish tank replenishment scheme. The first, the company Dimension. But no, the wife left. My life became sour, and now all I have is this idiotic dimension to look after. While I watch others succeed where I have failed? Will I have had enough? They are all going to die, and my The Company will be the only The Company. You think I sympathise with that mad rambling? no. I think you sympathize with the idea of being Jack here, in this dimension. We're doomed. What? There's a Jack here? Of course. There's a Jack in every dimension. There's successful Jacks. Loser Jacks. Jack who married his first love. Jack who never married at all. And the Jack in this dimension? Well, he's very successful. Still married to Pippo, of course. He runs the business you got fired from, and Eddie... Well, let's just say, a boating accident when he was 15 left him with very little to offer the world but a wonderful sense of playfulness. Eddie isn't my boss. You've never even met him. Bloody hell. Yes, although the Jack in this dimension recently met with an accident. I won't claim responsibility, of course, but let's just say he's a vegetable. So I could- Join me and get your own life back. It's not your life, Jack. It's another Jack's life. Yeah, it's another life. But in this life, Pippa will love you and your son will adore you. You'll have your life back, your wife back, and no more silly takaka to get in the way. Don't do it, Jack. I can't. You've been treated so badly by the world. All this bad luck really isn't your fault. Why not let me arrange everything? No, Jack. Look. Here's our machine, Jack. With the power source placed right here, the dimension diminishing can begin. And, and I would have my life back. All we need is that power source. Don't do it. No. Ah, the power source. Hand it over, jack. My life back. With no terrible bad luck. Power source
3: activated. At destruction of all other dimensions program. We'll commence in...
2: Well 19, done, Jack. 19, now get off the machine and come 18, stand by me to watch the destruction begin. Jack, no! Traitor! Now come down, Jack. Bad luck, was it, Umbraco? Jack.
3: Thank you for your selection. At destruction of current dimensions program... We'll what are you doing, 20,
5: uh, Jack? 20, it wasn't bad luck that lost me Pipper in my entire life. 70, it was my decisions.
6: Okay, so we're going to destroy this dimension, are we? Time to start struggling to escape,
3: Squeaky.
7: What do you think I've been doing? Well, Come down from there. 11, You're going to ruin
3: everything. Thank you for your selection at a destruction of targeted person program.
5: We'll and Braco, my life is a combination of the choices I made and fate wrapped up all in 12. one. My life might be 11, shit, but it's shit of my own making, 10, and I'll lie in it. That's
6: delightful.
2: Don't eight, point that thing at me, you seven, fool! Just think eight, of what I'm offering you. Five, think of who you could four, become! I'm a tech car three, warrior. That's who I've two, become.
3: One. Thank you for dying with B company. The only
5: choice. No! Squeaky! <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Lydia, <laughs> I'm fine. Me too, I think. I did it. I, I've deleted Umbraco. I, I've saved her dimensions. Now, uh, Umbraco's men, y- you fancy a piece of my person-deleting machine?
2: Um, no. No, I, I'm just going to... uh Bye-bye, then.
1: Cowards.
5: Well done, Jack. Thanks, Squeaky. Now let's destroy this machine and get the power cells back to your dimension.
1: Lydia! Are you all right?
5: I thought you'd been taken away.
1: We managed to escape. Bethesda ran off, but I came to rescue you, Lydia. You delightful
6: overlordess, beauty, you. What's and learn, boys? Look, you take this crown and be Overlord for a bit, will you? I've got my own team to look after.
7: You
5: look after us. You know what I mean.
6: Me? Overlord? Thank you, Lydia. I'll never forget this.
5: Sorry to break this up, but we've got another world to save.
6: (sighs) Goodbye. Good luck. There goes my crown and my love.
5: You can't even remember her name, can you?
6: Uh, Claire? Sue?
5: Is it working? I've plugged it in. Thank you, Jack. No, thank you both for being there for me. For a moment,
7: I thought you were going to take Umbraco up on his offer.
5: For a moment, I did too. So why didn't you? Because, Squeaky, if I hadn't made all my mistakes and all my choices in life, I wouldn't have met you guys. Somebody told me once it's not the destination that's important, it's the journey.
6: Sounds like an idiot. Can we get back? I'm missing my cartoons.
5: Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Besides, I've got a job to find and a wife to win back. And a flat to clean. And boxes to collect. And CCTV to remove.
2: That was Finsbury, episode six. Starring Will Parsons as Jack, Alex McCann as Mr. Squeaky, Lee Arnott played Lydia, Lawrence Tate as Umbraco, Sean Cameron as Sean, Richard Osborne as Plob, Michelle Donkin as Tiff Fanny and Rebecca Bowley played Umbraco's assistant. All other characters were played by members of the cast. Finsbury was written and produced by Rebecca Bowley, Michelle Donkin, and Will Parsons. The sound engineer was Rebecca Bowley, sound design by Rachel Tate.
5: Jack? Your front door's open. Jack, mate.
2: Jesus, what's happened to this place? Hello?
6: How long
1: exactly are you going to be? The taxi driver's going to charge us a fortune.
2: Sophia, I've only
5: been gone a second. Tell the driver to wait.
1: We're going to miss our flight.
5: We'll be we fine. Jack's door was open and his flat's a mess.
1: <sighs> no surprise there. No,
5: like he's been burgled. Jack?
1: Come on, Sean. Check-in within 20 minutes.
5: Sounds like his
2: boiler's about to blow. I'm going to take a look at it.
1: Oh, this is going to take ages.
2: No, I'll only be a minute. What the hell is...?
5: Sauce. Pickles?